So this is, I don't even know what episode we are on at this point, but this is another episode of the third shift, talking the hottest things in music, yes, sir. Uh, everything else. The best co-host, Malik. Uh, Malik Allen is what he's called, the man who's uh, slowly but surely moving his way up the YouTube world, man. I saw your, I saw your numbers earlier. And I was man, like, YouTube. So listen, I, I've gone yeah. on and off on YouTube for, I'd probably say a good amount of like high school. Yeah. And I finally started taking it serious this past like year. Honestly, I mean, just with being in, you know what I mean, the situation we in in life right now, being yep. at the crib all day, and yeah. and you realize how these people really make their moves on YouTube because the YouTube algorithm it just keeps feeding it to people that oh maybe I'll, I'll like it, I'll, I'll see what it's talking about, and it's been crazy. It's crazy to see like people comment on it people like on it because like i said this is like my first time actually locking in and really focusing on youtube and and it's cool it's really cool seeing the views the comments the likes like it's just something i'm glad i'm finally getting to experience a little yeah and it's cool too because i feel like for you you you're in so many different things to where you're going to attract so many different people to your like instagram page yeah they see that they click it so i mean you might not post a bunch of youtube videos But you have ways of attracting people to what you've already done. And I think that's pretty awesome how I look at your page and I see that. I'm like, you might not post a bunch of videos, but you 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 know how to get people to your page. Yeah, yeah. And that and it's funny too because um when I first started focusing on like Malik Allen, it was I just didn't want to get boxed in. Like I didn't yeah. want to just be like, Oh yeah, Malik Allen's known for blah blah blah. Like I just I just wanna be Malik Allen, you know what I mean? I just wanna be the gamer, the talk about music. Like, I just want people to just like me for me. And I feel like that's that's honestly what's fueled. I feel like a lot of what I do now. And I, I, I definitely want to keep that up. Yeah, bro. And it's funny because we were talking about, you know, building fan bases and all that. And I think if you ever try to be somebody you're not, people catch on to that. Yes. Like, if you, if you truly just come on here and like, because me, bro, I'll be real. Before I started Blaze, I think you have to find your identity before you find your yes. brand. I've I, always I felt like that because people knew I liked sports before I even started Blaze. And mm-hmm. people knew I liked music before I started Blaze. So, you know, I think it's only appropriate now that we're kind of diving into all these different areas of yep. stuff, you know. And I think people see that and they get attracted to like, hey. These guys are just like us. They have a lot of the same exactly. interests. So. Exactly. So, and that's, I'm glad you said that too, because, um, I mean, when you approached me about the show, that was kind of just how it was. Like, yeah, I want to talk yeah. about some music. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on. Like, that's exactly what I want to do. And yeah. like you said, to that's me. This is me. This is, that, this is you. Like, it, it's, it's less work <laughs> just being yourself. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll be real. When I first started Blaze, bro, like I've told you before, uh, it felt really like newsy mm-hmm. and like it just didn't feel comfortable at first when I was doing it. So I was like, oh, this just like feels awkward. But yeah. I think now that we were in this and I'm with people I know and I'm comfortable with, we have the same sense of humor, stuff like that. It just makes it so much like just easier to flow with. Yeah, I think. No, I agree 100 percent, 100 percent. Definitely. So if we're hopping into these music topics, man, as always, what have you been listening to? What are you gonna put me on to listen to in the car this week for my last ride to work tomorrow? What what are we what are we listening to? So I, I'm a, I'm gonna save that conversation for next. But okay, this is who I'm definitely gonna put you on to. So he's an artist first. So he literally draws all of his pictures. Oh. Um, 
and cover arts and all of that, like literally sells his paintings and things like that. But he makes some fire music. His name is Javon J okay. apostrophe Vaughn. And he dropped an album like late last year. And I yeah. kind of just went back to it and just listened to it. And it's great. It's great. Okay. It's, it, it, it literally sounds, I, I was thinking about it in the car when I was riding. It sounds like video game rap music. If that, if, if I had an exact yeah. definition of his music, it's video game rap music. So I'm, I'm going to send you the link to this album. You're going to be like, yeah, this, yeah. this kind of hard. <laughs> Please, yeah, bro. Please do it. Like I said, uh, whenever you put me on a new stuff, bro, I was going to listen to it. I'm like, yeah. he knew what he was looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He knew what he was looking for. Yeah. So um, what you what you been listening to, man? Man, so actually, I've been listening to a mix of stuff. Um, for some reason, Ab Soul has been somebody because we Ooh. had the conversation actually. I think maybe about a week or so ago about a lot of underrated albums from like yeah. you know 2010 and so on and so forth. Uh. And was it, I can never say their name, Ray. Uh, oh. Is it your drummer's background? Oh, yeah, yeah, Ray Srumman or whatever. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So when you sent me that, I looked up more albums <laughs> that have kind of been like underappreciated within the last uh-huh. maybe like 10, 12 years. And, you know, you know we said Big Crit. Well, Ab Soul had some on there. So I've been listening to a lot of Ab Soul's music, bro. And uh, it's, some, of it, some of it's good. Um, Do What Thou Wilt has been the album i've been listening to okay. since 2016 yeah yeah, yeah. um i know i know yeah, I mean, yeah it's not it's not bad i mean uh it's something you know i just put on in the car to ride to kind of um it this album kind of reminds me of a lot to pimp a butterfly yeah some parts of it kind of remind me of to pimp a butterfly i'm i'm gonna give you my opinion on that's actually my favorite absolute album is, is it album. okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah um we we talked about this a lot when Cole and Kendrick were first on the come up of yeah. conscious rap. Conscious rap was not popular whatsoever when they were coming wow. up. So Absol, that's all he is. I feel like this, like you were saying, it's kind of okay. Is because those songs that are like mm, is deep. Like he's yeah. like going very deep in his yeah. music. And I'll tell you, I um, was this the last show I've been to? I went to the TDE show. Okay. Where li- it was literally all of them there, except for SZA. It was when she had that throat surgery, so she wasn't, oh, yeah. she wasn't in there. I was salty. But <laughs> Absol performed, and that was, I was yeah. like, I kinda, it kind of surprised me, because I was like, oh, Absol is on uh, TDE. Like, that, that completely threw me off. And when I tell you the dude sitting right in front of me stood up, took off his jacket, and he was wearing an Absol hoodie, and I was like... <laughs> I was like, what is going on? He knew every word to every song. It didn't matter what he performed. He knew every single word. And those deep tracks, them conscious tracks, you don't know who them songs going to touch. And that's that's how I feel like how Kendrick and Cole made a comeup because they couldn't picture where they at now. But they made music that was them. It was deep down them. And I was like, Absol, he, he doesn't have the like artistic ability as the elite people, but yeah. there ain't no other app souls out there. I'll tell you that. Nah. <laughs> I listen to some of it, bro. I'm like, I'm like, he's really spitting some facts. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's really saying something that's true here. And uh it's actually funny that we talk about that because I feel like when we talk about like the big three right now in hip hop between Drake, Kendrick, and Cole, mm-hmm. um, 
I feel like a lot of times, you know, even with like all the racial injustice and stuff going on, Kendrick, you can go back five, six years, listen to his stuff, hear what he was saying, like we've said before. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, like, can we ever throw Ab Soul into a group like that, maybe, where we can go back, you know, in time and listen to his music? I think Drake makes music that's like, Timeless. It's, good as it, it's like good as it goes on. It's not going to make anything bad. He yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah. keeps moving. But um, I don't know, bro. I wonder if Absol would kind of be in that group of people to where it's like, are you saying like, are you saying you can like hear the growth? Or are you saying like you can go back and be like, like, oh yeah, Absol used to make bangers. Yeah, might go back and maybe find something for yourself in his collection of music. I don't know, my. I'll tell you what the other thing about Absol for me is he is so ducked off. Like he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't participate <laughs> in anything. <laughs> doesn't seem like it. So that that's tough. That's tough for music because people want to know more about the people behind the music. It's just that's just yeah. where we are in music now, social media and all this stuff. Like people just want to know more about you. So the more he's ducked off and the more he's out of the spotlight, I feel like it will be harder for him to be remembered like that five years, ten years down the line to be like, I'm about to play some Absol. Because like I said, bro, this album's 2016, and like the other day was the first time I've really like actually listened to it. Yeah. I've skipped through tracks before. I've seen tracks come up on like playlists and stuff on Apple, but this is like the first time and you know, like I said, it's been five years since it's been out, and this is the first time I've really like listened to it. So Yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see because I think I think all them TDE dudes have have solidified themselves in in the history of rap music. Like we will have to talk okay. about TDE when we talk about 2010s hip hop. So hey, if he, he he will most likely be in that conversation. So oh yeah. yeah, I think you have to definitely put him in that. And so um, other than that, bro, moving on, lots of good music dropping tonight. I yes. know. The internet's about to blow up because it's damn J. Cole, man. I swear, <laughs> the internet's about to like explode at midnight. I'm going to be asleep. Man, um, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm so yeah. ready, man, because I've been waiting on this. Like, I, yeah. When he dropped them two singles, what was that, last summer? Literally, last, literally this time yeah. last year, he dropped two singles. And I've been hyped since then. I've been ready, yeah. man. <laughs> I was gonna say I get so I get so by your Instagram and Twitter so if you were ready to go because it was like as soon as he posted it I saw you shared it so yes. I was like Malik was all over this yes I shared it probably like a minute after it was posted because I, I, hey, I I'm hyped for him did you watch his uh, the documentary he dropped for I did yeah and he, that, he had a lot of insightful stuff on there bro and but that's exactly what I expected that's exactly what I expected yeah. from somebody in Cole's position. Now I'll tell I'll tell you a video that always touched me with Cole. Yeah. He was coming out of a a studio or something, and his boy was just vlogging. Like, you know, you know how they do like work shift. You know what I mean? Just lay down some tracks with Cove, blah, blah blah. And this lady come up like holding like her clothes, holding like bags. She was obviously like poor, homeless, something. She was impoverished. Yeah. And she walks up to Cole like, "You you got anything to spare?" Blah blah. blah. And um, Cole was like, um, like he gave her like a hundred dollars or something like that, Dude. and he was just like, like, do you know who I am? Like literally asking her, like straight, like, do you know who I am? And she's like, you the person that just helped me. And yeah. Cole like broke down low key, like, like he couldn't believe it because he's he knew he was at a status of rich. 
but he knew people were still like struggling. And he yeah. like, I feel like at that point he was like, dang, like yeah. this is where I came from. Like this is this this used to be somebody I knew very closely. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was actually talking to some of my friends earlier, bro. We said it's just funny when you look at the amount of success J. Cole has, has like an artist, but you look at how he dresses and stuff still. And you look he's at real. last year when the Yeah, like last year when like, you know, we have like the protests and stuff going on, like he's out there like with the people. So it's almost like I think realistically, he's probably the only artist I can say in my lifetime, as far as like rap music goes, who like I would feel the most connected to. Like he, yeah. he seems the most like a real person out of anybody. You know, it's funny too. You know the tweet that would always get me is they would be like uh-huh. Jake. J. Cole make music for people walking to work. And I'm like, <laughs> like that's exactly, that's it. That's it. That's literally yeah. what we're saying. J. Cole makes music for everyday normal people because he, he's not trying to be nobody else. He's normal. Like, at the end of the day, yeah. he's a normal person. You can walk up to him and say, what's up? Keep it pushing. I feel like somebody the other day, what did they say, J. Cole... Uh, he makes music, or he looks like he's gonna ask you for your phone charger or something. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what it was, but it was something along those lines. I was like, man, if that's not accurate, because yeah. did you see how he was dressed when he was doing that the freestyle the other day? Um, what beats was he freestyling over? He he freestyled on an old beat that he did a freestyle on. Like he, it, it yeah, was basically was- like him leveling up his own freestyle. I'm like, Cole is ridiculous, man. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, I said, uh, uh-uh, uh, man. I was like, but. But really, though, man, I mean, and even, like, if this is his last album, I mean, his body of work so far, bro, is, like, crazy. He's good. It's, like... He's good. It's, yeah. Because it was funny. Um, I don't know, did Well, you said you did watch the doc, but... Yeah. Uh, you, like, see him in that little, like, apartment or that house in, like, New York. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, oh, yeah, like, this is how I was living, basically, after I made, like, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I was, like, the way that album, like... The impact that it had, and for as well as it did, I would think, like, man, like, this dude's definitely, like, set. But you see how he's living, I'm like, you never would have guessed that's the same guy that made that album. Yeah, and I think, I I want to say that J. Cole, I feel like, gives back. I feel like he gives oh. back a lot, but at the same time, I feel like he's just, if I feel like he was setting himself up for a last album. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't want to be a dude, I, I'm sure, I think he said this before, he don't want to be a dude struggling in the game. He no. literally said that. Like, I don't want to be out here doing shows for songs I made in 2013, like, just to make money. Like, that's not Cole's persona. And I feel like that's going to take, that's a whole new persona that's going to be going over the rap game. Like, I want to, I want to retire. Like, that, <laughs> I want to retire from music. I don't think, I don't think people have ever thought about that. Nah, it, it's actually funny too, bro, because that, that kind of segues into the next point, and we can stay on Cole a little bit longer if yeah, you want, yeah. but uh, I know we talked about Andre 3000 yeah, um, yeah. kind of at the beginning of this. There's a guy I work with, and we've talked about, you know, I talk about how Three Stacks is one of my favorite rappers, and I think it's just because, like, he's not polluting rap music oh. like a lot of these other guys. In fact, like I said, love Jay-Z. Jay-Z's one of my favorites, but I don't want any more Jay-Z albums. <laughs> right. Uh, I like Eminem's old stuff, but I don't want any more Eminem albums. Kanye, oh. don't want any more his albums. And like, I feel like Three Stacks did his piece, and like he left rap music alone, and that's why, in my mind, like he he's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, that's 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 accurate to say. Um, yeah, because yeah, I mean, anybody who 
I feel like gets a lot of respect in music. Yeah. Has a very good body of work that doesn't mm-hmm. involve them constantly dropping stuff. Doesn't involve yeah. them constantly featuring on people's albums. Doesn't involve them constantly working because they're working yeah. on their own projects and their own bodies of work. And I, Absolutely. Did you did you ever watch you Andre 3000 fan so did you watch his last like his most recent interview? I, I who was it? it wasn't with Rick Rubin, was it? Yeah, I think that was his most recent interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I I listened to a little bit of it because the audio was on YouTube. I didn't watch a video or anything. And it was it was good. So he basically was saying like he he lost his edge because mm-hmm. of how basically they were extremely hungry when they were out. Yeah, right. They became extremely successful. And he lost the passion. That was basically what he said. Yeah. And he was saying he he gives a lot of credit to people that fight through that. Yeah. And 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 like we that's that's that list is small. People that have made yeah. it to that elite 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 tier that can keep it and stay there. Yeah. That's yep. that's tough to do. Yeah. And I'm wondering, bro. So let's say we have an artist who. They stop rapping because they're not passionate about it, right. or they just stop rapping because they don't want to pollute pollute rap music. But like they yeah. still, let's say they still have a passion for it and still a desire for it. Yeah. I'm wondering like which artists kind of fall in either one of those categories. I feel like Andre 3000. Like it's interesting you said that because I didn't know he felt that way. Yeah, I, I I don't know who would probably be in that category. But I was about to say what I brought up to you to start this conversation was I seen one of these little hip hop accounts tweeted that Rick Ross was sitting on 2,000 songs. I'm like... That's what it was, yeah. I'm like, dang! 2,000 <laughs> songs? Like, a lot. That's a lot of music. And, yeah. and if he has... If Rick Ross has 2,000 songs, I'm not... No hate on Rick Ross. I like Rick Ross. But he yeah. ain't no big, 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 big time artist. If he's nah. sitting on 2,000 songs, how many songs is Andre 3000 sitting on? You wonder... Because when was the outcast what or Andre three thousand in general? I know he's featured on some things over the last few years, but like I'm trying to think like his project or outcast projects, man, it's it's, it's been some years. At least twenty, thirty years. Yeah, I was gonna say. So yeah, you wonder how many tracks is because I've heard guys like Future before, Lil Wayne talk about how much music they're sitting on. Right. So I'm wondering, that is crazy to think about that, bro. Two, over 2,000 songs? It's, it's wild because I can picture that. I can definitely picture yeah. that because that was another thing that Andre brought up. In, well, actually, I'm going to bring up Andre and Cole in this. But Andre basically was saying, when you reach that pinnacle, you don't know what to do next. You find yourself yeah. going back and forth on what you're going to come, what you're going to follow it up with. Right. And J. Cole even said that, too, by saying when you take these long breaks and these long hiatus, you come back mm-hmm. to the studio like, dang, I shouldn't say that. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm thinking yeah. too much. No, nah, I said that last year, blah, blah, blah. Instead of staying consistent with it, like, yeah. like keep going with it. And yeah. and I feel like that's why artists sit on songs because, no, oh, it's yeah. probably not their best one, but they want to stay in their craft. They want to stay in that in that mode. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny, too, because there was actually a thing J. Cole said um, in the documentary that was kind of inspirational to me, like in terms of like, because I know I've told you before how 
eventually I want to like, you know, keep working on this book project. Yeah. But yep. sometimes like I'll be writing on it and it's like, oh my God, like what I just wrote is terrible. Yep. But J. Cole basically was like, you know, if I ever do that with the song, he's like, when I go in to write, he's like, I just write everything down and worry about fixing it later and stuff like that. So that was like something that he said in there that was like super inspirational to me. I was like, man, like yeah. just put it all out there and then like you just fix it later. I mean Yeah, no, I like that. I definitely like yeah. that. He he was dropping gems through that, but what was the one gem I sent you that he was talking about? Um, it was basically like, let me see. Yeah, cause he, cause there were several things, bro, that he said in there, and I was just like, man, like this dude is dropping some heat. He he's real, and that's and that's what makes him. That's what makes J Cole J Cole. Yeah, he like he just. D, let me look. Okay, so. So when I first seen it, it caught me by surprise. Yeah. So that's why I was like, shoot, I got to tune in. I got to tune in. So I'm sitting at work. I had it like on one monitor while I was working. Yeah. And I was just having it play. And I'm like, I'm listening. He talks a lot about um, when you basically, it, it was basically momentum. The, just the conversation yeah. of momentum. Yeah. And he was just saying like, when he feels like he's moving forward is when he's putting in the most work. And when he was, when it was showing the scenes, it, it was showing him going from the studio to shooting at the rim. You know what I mean? Like writing down yeah. lyrics, like, and he was saying, he, even though he worked a lot, he would still step back spend time with his family. Yeah. spend time with his kid. Yeah. And 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 I and when we when we started talking, I told you I, I even told you like it's important to rest. And yeah. resting helps your momentum. And J. Yep. Cole, I feel like just geared all into that. Like, yep. like I, I I do work harder than anybody, but you gotta take time for yourself and you gotta take time to rejuvenate because you can't you can't yeah. work tired. That's that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst. You gotta have no, your energy. You- you do have to have the energy. And I, I think the thing that got me so much about Cole's documentary, and I think you can attest to this too, being a hoop fan, he had a lot of like analogies and stuff like that. And they're like relating his work ethic and like his crafts to hoop. And I was yes. like, this is honestly crazy. He's like, you know, I just, he's like, it's like basketball, man. He's like, you know, I just, I'm always fine tuning it. Yes. I'm always in the gym working, getting my shots up. And I was like, that's crazy, bro. I was like, that's really, like, really what it's like. And I mean, I think actually- we kind of do. He's actually yeah. a basketball player. Yes, yes. I just, I, <laughs> I know, can't, like, I can't fathom this. I mean, I knew we knew he was a hooper before, but like He's, him playing now is actually he crazy. He signed a contract to play mm-hmm. in the basketball. It's called Rwanda Club in Basketball Africa League. Yeah. What? I I hadn't <laughs> heard of it until like three days ago. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? It's going to do great, though. They're going to have jerseys. You feel me? They're going to do live streams. Like, it's going to do, it's going to be fire. I mean, really, he he might be the reason why this whole thing blows up. I mean, you know, gain some popularity. I mean, he might be the reason why. Well, you remember, you remember, uh, what's his name? LaMelo did his little overseas trip thinking he was going to do that. They had the ball logo on the court. Oh, yeah. that that stuff flop like that. They yeah. wasn't gonna make no money because they. Yeah. I'll tell you this: them leagues. Yes, they're professional athletes. But yeah, they're professional athletes in those countries. 
yes, which exactly. is a lot lower level than a country here where you're rewarded so much off of your talent. Yeah. In countries like that, you're not rewarded that great on your talent. So those people don't work that hard for it. Nah. And but to to still say you're a professional athlete though, that's still yeah. a lot. That's that's still the one percenters of the world. So listen, hey. man. J. Cole might mess around to be like a master P or something, Robbie. You never know. He, Are we, we talked about Master P, so oh, we, look, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna run it back to our first episode. We was talking <laughs> about the best hoopers that can rap. Or yeah. that are in rap. So we got J. Cole who has a professional jersey now. So what about what about Sheck West, man? I know he has this song Kyrie. <laughs> uh I know in other songs he talks about how good of a hooper he is. So I I'm and apparently he is. He's, and I think it's funny because he he's from I if I got he's from Brooklyn, if I'm correct, right? He grew up in Brooklyn, yes. He grew up so I mean like that's one of the, like the the hoop meccas of you know basketball so it's like you know he, he's probably always around hoop always been around hoop so uh i'm not gonna call Shaq west i'm not gonna call his bluff on this i think he's he, he might be legit did you know he signed with a league as well see i when you told me on here that was that was the first i'd heard of it but it didn't surprise are you see, see bro That's he started literally him and cole start around the same time oh he but he's he's in the french basketball league Literally okay. has a signed professional contract to play basketball. Man. That's lit, man. That's teed. And see, if anybody would have told me that Shaq West was going to do it, because Shaq West doesn't really even drop music either anymore. I mean, he, he don't. Don't get he me wrong, I like Shaq West, but he, <laughs> yeah, man. If he just like goes to hooping now, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I'm about to say, well, you know, he, he started gearing towards like modeling and stuff like that, which I've seen a lot. I've, not a lot, but. Artists have definitely done that as far as like if yeah. they're not dropping music, they found it, they find in other ways to make some money. And he started oh, doing yeah. modeling for a little bit. But yeah, he was preaching that hoop stuff and then got him a contract. I thought for the longest time he was just doing it for the music, but I was like, nah, he, he might he might be like He really might be like that. I, I don't know no. yet. I haven't seen him actually we haven't seen we haven't seen J. Cole play in a professional setting yet either. But it's gonna be interesting too, because I feel like J. Cole at least like has the size. Yep. Um, and we we kind of know like what he plays like, but like as far as Shaq West, I, I imagine he's okay. probably like a little guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, feel like him, to him. I don't know. Shaq West kind of looked tall though. Let me look. <laughs> Let me look. Shaq West, I don't know because he um you know he dropped that one song uh draft draft day or draft night on draft uh, night of the yeah. NBA, and they yeah. said his height and size on that video. I don't know if it was a lie. I, it could have just been for the video, but yeah. At when I first heard it, I think it said like six three, six four. Oh, I mean, if he's like that, then he might have a little bit of an advantage. When I hey. saw him, uh, I saw him. Was it two, two, almost two years ago in concert? Uh, at the shot, he opened up for Travis Scott. This mm-hmm. when Mudboy was so popular, and yep. so my angle on him was looking down, so I couldn't really see how tall he was. But if he's like six three, six four, I mean, he he might have it like that. Hey, we go see. You know, hey, we, we we live in the world of social media and sports, and I love it because I can just oh, be yeah. scrolling and I can see a five minute highlight clip and know exactly <laughs> and know exactly how he play. <laughs> Get a five minute clip of Shaq West, like taking some ankles real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, five minute clip of it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. But um, you know, just talking about people having success in all these different um, you know, areas and stuff. I think the guy that 
I mean, he undoubtedly has to be the greatest artist probably of our, our generation. I would have to argue it'd be Drake uh, securing his artist of the decade award for billboards. Um, do you agree with this? I think I have to agree with it, bro. I mean, he, he's in so many different types of music. Uh, he's made different types of music popular. And I don't really think anybody in our lifetime has had a 10 to 12 year run like quite like Drake really has. Yeah. And I mean, the first when I first see something like that, I have to think, who is he being compared to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who 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 is in this conversation? And I can't yeah. think. I can't I can't think of no one. And I, I remember you saying, like, Taylor Swift was some people yeah. were mentioning. Taylor Swift, uh, Ed Sheeran, Adele. Yeah. And those are um, those are artists. I mean, not to be, you know, a, I mean, it's not offensive in any way, but those artists are mainly geared towards the white population oh yeah and the thing about drake is everybody listens to him like there's no there's no borderline or nothing like that like it's literally anybody and everybody who likes at least one drake at least one drake song came across a playlist or something in the past decade yeah oh (laughs) bro i can honestly say he's the only artist to where i've heard him at a college party I've heard him at a wedding, <laughs> and I've heard him just kicking it with the boys. I cannot say I've heard the same for anybody else. Yeah, I, no, that's and like I always tell people, man, like if you can if you can name me an artist who has had the run that he has in so many different genres of music, yeah. then I'd be down to listen to. Like I said, in my mind personally, bro, he's the greatest artist of all time. I think in terms of art and music, I think I have to have him at like he'd gotta be my number one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And that's I mean, a, and this is why I would say he's probably artist of the decade is because music yeah. is forever changing. Literally every yeah. single year there's a new trend. Every single year there's somebody else popping. He's done it for a very yeah. long time. And that, that yeah. list is already slim as it gets. Yeah. And then to slim it down to even more to say, like you said, you hear a song in the grocery store. You hear his song with your boys. You hear his song at a college party like that. That that's crazy. That's insane. It's wild, bro. And it's so funny because I just think back to the times of when I would see this dude doing his like freestyles on his Blackberry. Ooh. And he'd always talk about his Blackberry, like on his old songs. Ooh. And now I look at him, I'm like, bro, like to to go from like a Blackberry and you were you were running stuff. You were I mean, I think he was still behind Lil Wayne a little bit then, but he was still like right there. But like you're reading your rhymes off of Blackberry. So now, I mean, every time something comes out, you're breaking the record in streams, billboard. Like, I'm like, like you said, it's, it's forever changing. And I think oh. the way technology's changed, the way distribution of music and stuff has changed, like, he's been the dude. Like, he keeps evolving. Least, yeah. I, it, it was funny. I, I just randomly thought about when you was talking about the Blackberry stuff. Drake used to look like a dweeb. Like, Yes. Majority of his career. Like, literally, like, all them young money days, like, he yeah. looked like the odd one out. But he yeah. outwrapped every person in the room every time. Everybody. And that, that used to always trip me out. Because I used to just see him like, no way that's Drake. Yeah. Like, no way that's Drake. Hey, he proved me wrong. So I, I'll actually tell you, bro. I was at a uh, South High School basketball game. And this is probably, like, when I was in middle school. And uh, that was the first time I heard I'm going in. 
And that was the first Drake song I ever heard. And I always thought Wayne's verse was the best in that song, but I heard Drake's. So I was like, okay. And then I saw what he finally looked like. I'm like, there's no way that's the dude that rapped that Thank verse. You. Man, I like, no. Drake, I after I seen that, I was like, Drake is a scientist. Like uh, he yeah. is a chemist. He be yeah. studying his bars. I don't know about now. You feel me? He had the, the little ghost writing stuff. It's probably about 50 dudes in the studio now, but I do know yeah. Blackberry Drake and all that to make it to oh. where he was at. Yeah. Drake was he was on that phone like, nah, nah, nah. I could come harder than that. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me put it again. Let me put that verse again. Blah, yeah. blah. And then yeah. and then he had Lil Wayne to to cross-reference it. How many, yeah. how many bars you think he rapped in front of Wayne? And Wayne was like, do it again. Do it over. Dude. Scrap it. <laughs> he's like, acting like he's his dad, probably. Yeah. He's like, nah, but nah, just go ahead and do it again. Right. Do it, do it one more time. But that made Drake to where he is now. I feel like Drake probably gave Wayne a lot of credit because Wayne was um, Wayne was there. Wayne yeah. killing the rap game. And I love the fact, too, that like little Wayne kind of like like I think I've mentioned before, he let them be who they are. Oh, yeah. The people that he brought in the young money, it was never like you know, Drake surpassed him, and it was like, oh, like, I hate this dude for passing right. me up. Like, how damn him? It was like, he let them, like, be all they could be. Yeah. I was, I had, like, a lot of respect for Lil Wayne, you know, just as an artist being able to do that. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, too. I mean, obviously, Nikki's not the level Drake is, but Dude, uh, she, she's had a very I'm successful I'm about to say, career. she's had a crazy successful career as well. Yeah, she has. And, you know, like I said, if it wasn't for Lil Wayne, man, I mean, we wouldn't have, have any of these people. So, I, I think definitely, like, you know, thanks is in order to him, so... Right. So I have, but so, we do have to talk about this, bro, because I think we we talked over text about it. What's up? And I'm ready to talk in person out to you about this, because this the the fate of this this YouTube show slash podcast hang, <laughs> hangs in the the balance of this conversation. So Friday Night Lights is so far gone, bro. Okay. We talked about this in yes. the in the the group message. So. You said so far gone was corny, which looking back on it compared to Drake's other projects, I think I think it kind of is. Um, there's like your one or two hits on there, but like yeah. it just seems like so far gone was so much bigger than Friday Night Lights. It it was because, yeah. like I was just saying, conscious rap was not popular. Yeah. <laughs> like people didn't want to hear people talk about real stuff. Like that was just yeah. not where hip hop was at at the time. And so far gone, like I said, it was corny. That was exactly that was exactly what Drake was looking for. Like Drake yeah. wanted it to be like that. I'm a hundred percent positive. And yeah. it, what did it do? It, it that was the start of his career. So that's why I feel like Cole Cole has been cold from day one. And I feel like that Friday Night Lights, man. That it was just so many songs on there. Like I, I'll tell you, when I got first got introduced to conscious rap, it was uh-huh. common. Common was the oh. first conscious rapper. I was like, this yeah. is this is interesting. This, this yeah. is something I've never messed with before. And I was like, yeah. I think I was like 13, 14, <laughs> listening to some dude talk about black rights and you know what I mean? Yeah. Talking talking to his girlfriend and all that. Like Com- Common was the very first person I heard. So when I got on to J. Cole, I was kind of already used to listening That's to that. conscious rap. And yeah. hearing J. Cole, I was like, oh, he... He nice because J. Cole can rap. <laughs> J. Cole's a rapper. That's not Common was yeah. not like a rapper. I feel like Common was more of like a poet type dude. Yeah. Who who finally got a hold of some beats. But yeah. Cole was a rapper. He said he used to battle rap people after school. Like that you could feel that in his in his lyrics. But yeah. his subject matters 
was completely different than So Far Gone. So, I can just see you right now, like, younger you listening to some comment, like, <laughs> oh, like, let me, let me, you play, like, one track, it's like, let me listen to some more, let, yeah. me, let me hear some more, I can see you doing that. That, hey, man, I, like, I, I love music, and yeah. hearing different genres and different sub-genres, like, that yeah. was something I first got introduced to early. Shout out to my right. dad, because my dad was really big into sub-genres, like, there's, there's reggae, you know what I mean? Like, there's just, there's just so many genres that's under bigger genres that yeah. it's just unique. And, and hearing dudes talk about being late for the bus, you know what I mean? Arguing with their girlfriends. Yep. They didn't like steak for dinner. Like, all that stuff. Like, I'll be like, okay, this is, this is cool. I like this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can relate to this. Yeah, exactly. I can relate. But, yeah, bro, I think uh... – What's your what's yours? So so far gone or I don't remember you saying what yours was. So far gone or Friday Night Lights. Oh, bro, I'll be real with you. I've only listened to so far or uh Friday Night Lights like once and it was just within the last couple of days. Ah. Uh, so you definitely yeah. say it's so far gone, then. So I, I I grew I grew up on So Far Gone. Yeah. But J. Cole's rapping on Friday Night Lights is pretty it was it was legit. Yeah. Um yeah, bro. Like I said, I don't know. I think because I've had so far gone for so long, and I think it was maybe a year or two ago. Didn't Drake re-release it on streaming platforms? Yes, I do yeah, believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of having like the nostalgia of it being released again. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was kind of like, and you know, being older this time and like knowing these are actually songs, yeah, like, knowing the lyrics and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like. So far gone, but it is corny though. Don't get me wrong. So, because I watched like the best I ever had music video, I was like, "This is terrible, bro. terrible, like, this, like, terrible." But that, terrible. that was exactly what I, I'm a hundred percent positive that that was exactly what he wanted because he yeah. knew that was what it took to make it into the game. And then yeah. he became himself. Yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. But I, I would definitely have to say that I think. Our last decade, I'd probably say Drake would definitely have to be. And and that's not like a knock on any of the other artists, like the Adele's or the T-Swift's, whatever. I mean, yeah. they're not my cup of tea, but like I, right. I, I don't want to like discredit or discount anything they have done. Yeah. Um, But yeah, dude, like I said, Drake hits like three, four different genres. He has the billboard charts on all those genres. I mean, it's just, it's honestly crazy. And I don't see him slowing down anytime soon because he's so versatile. Yeah, right. So let me let me ask you this. This is this is yeah. this is the last topic I got to bring up. I was scrolling on Twitter, feel me, seeing all of my pages that share all their hip hop and rap facts and stuff. And Hip Hop DX posted Choose One Collective. Okay. And they named all the hitters. Literally <laughs> OVO, Dreamville, YSL, Griselda, Quality Control, TDE, ASAP. Okay. And you just got to choose one. So like we said before, I think a lot of these, especially OVO, have a lot of good artists. I mean, you see what Drake and all of them, the people they put out. But like we said, I think because Cole is on the verge of retiring, you know, if this is his last album, uh, I think somebody has to take over the throne after Cole for Dreamville. So So I I would have to say Dreamville. I think I'd probably go Dreamville. Dreamville would be... Uh, I think OVO would be hard to compete with. I think TDE would be hard to compete with because they all have so many good artists. Yep. So I, I'd go Dreamville. Yeah, nah, I Dreamville is my favorite on that list. 
My yeah. second favorite is Griselda. I ain't gonna lie. I don't. I I would. They would probably not mess with me at all. But like, because they. <laughs> I feel like I feel like them New York dudes only like specific people. But they yeah. just recently signed. Um, I don't know if you know of him, but Boldy Boldy James. No, I'm not. I've heard of him. He's a Detroit rapper, and oh, okay, they, that was like one of their first signings outside of the people that they started Griselda with. So I was yeah. like, dang, that's. They trying to expand like that, like Detroit yeah. to New York, but I I I just love New like I love New York. Like yeah. I, I've never even been to, <laughs> I've never even been to New I've been to New York. I've never been to New York City. Yeah. Um, but like I just love like the way they like they they really treat music like art. Yeah. And, and there's not a lot of people that do that. <laughs> I think because of like the history behind New York rap. I mean, I think that's probably why they take us so seriously. I mean, it started there. Yeah, the East Coast versus West Coast. I mean, it's just been so strong there for so long. I think definitely the history of New York yeah. has to play a part in that. Yeah. So, yeah. Out of all those, yeah, I, I probably would say Dreamville. Second, probably OVO. You feel I'll be me? I, second for me too. I, I pull up in a Drake video every now and then. You feel me? Then you, <laughs> yeah. I just drop a single every now and then. Drake retweets yeah. it. I'm good. I'm because yeah. <laughs> we talked about TDE like having a lot of like the conscious rappers, and I don't yeah. think I fit that. I like to listen to them, but I don't yeah, think yeah, I fit yeah. that that yeah. collective. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. TDE is a tough one. I mean they they have. Um, I feel like TDE is mainly. Who we all know, Kendrick, Schoolboy, uh, J Rock, um, Absol, and SZA. Yeah, and I those are I, the only ones I can think of in and, TDE. And I just feel like out of just those five, I mean, Zakari's part of it, but he's yeah. I, I I feel like he's just the vocal dude that just be sitting in the studio. They be like, hey, we need a <laughs> we need some harmonies over here. <laughs> I only know him from from a lot of the Black Panther songs. Yeah, nah, he. Yeah. He be chilling, but I ain't gonna lie. His Instagram is lit. Is he, it really? He literally lives the life like I was just saying. Like, say I was on OVO. I'm in. Yeah. I'm posted up in an OVO video. I'm dropping a single every now and then, but I'm cooling because I'm hanging with everybody <laughs> I need to hang with. Like that's literally him. <laughs> You're just the guy in the back, just kicking it. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah, bro. I think that's gonna be um, all the topics for today. Is that am I am I right or? Oh, you good. And, and just okay. to just to add, this this is episode eight. This is episode eight. eight. I was trying man. to figure out where we were in this whole thing. It's crazy. This is it's, this is lit. It's moving. <laughs> I mean, we, we have this, we have Hollywood Heat. I mean, what what more do we need to do? Hey man, I I'm I'm definitely excited for the future, man. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like we should definitely plot um on bringing on a guest for the next one. Hey, listen, all we got to do is hit them up on, on the gram, uh, Twitter, wherever else yeah. we find them. I mean, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of good up-and-coming artists out there, man. Really? So I think we could definitely uh, – the guest episodes have been fun. They we have, really they have. Those. So, uh, I, I think, I think, I think we, have, we have a lot for the future. Yep, yep, yep. For sure. For sure. All right, well, this is uh, episode eight of The Third Shift. Cantley Elliott, Malik Allen, the man right. on social media, always, always leveling up, always good to be on here with him. So That's I appreciate good. you, bro, as always. You too, man. Yeah, yes, sir. Yep, and we'll see you guys next time on the third shift.